This is CliffCentral.com. Gentlemen, all right, ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Unplugged and In Charge radio show. It's about to be a session as usual. It's the shortest hour on the week. My name is Sampiro Petros and welcome to the post-election analysis. It's going to be a session. We've got some interesting characters in studio today. LSG, how you doing, champ? I'm a little distracted from my new uh, Insta <laughs> Snapchat. I don't know what to call it. <laughs> DJ Smokuzi, are you alive? I'm alright, my guy, and you? <laughs> oh, good, bro. What a time to be alive, though. Let's 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 talk about this. Lesoko is standing in studio. I don't know what he's doing. He's a bit distracted. I'm trying to. We're trying to get a show on here, and he's busy standing with a mic. He's trying to put Insta stories and together. Like I, I feel like I feel like we're getting lit. I feel like um, I feel like the polls themselves are showing that uh, you don't have to just do one thing. You don't have to just vote ANC. You know what I mean? <laughs> I think you can do a lot of things at the same time. So uh, I'm just I'm just playing my part, man. As a millennial, I'm just playing my part. I think Lesako should always stand in the studio. When he sits down, he sounds tired, but now he sounds like alive. That's lit. He's ready. This, this life is lit. I'm ready for action. Hey, I have to be ready for action, guys, because if DA <laughs> wins all these metros, we're all going to need to fight like every day. It's going to be lit. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, but what, a, what an interesting elections. You know, I've been checking the results and all of that, and you know, it's been very interesting. You know, last night I checked ANC were dominating Tony. This morning I see DA are doing the most in Tony. But you know what? It's not how you start. It's how you finish. So even in the middle of the journey, clearly we don't know what the outcome is going to be. But let's let's talk about these elections. Let's talk, oh, I haven't seen you in a while, bro. I think the last time I saw you was Wireless 2016, dog. It was a lit night. It was a lit night. But uh, what's been happening to you over the past two weeks, bro? So just uh, being a clever black, doing things in corporate, trying to be great and all that. Mm. Uh, but in essence, I think it all won't matter if things don't go the right way with these elections, right? Yeah, man. So, um, Swo, how are you feeling, bro? Look, it's a, it's a mixed mixed feelings. Because, I mean, even when I went to vote, it was, uh, I don't know, uh, I made my decision while I was on the line. Yeah. So, you know what? It's a tight race. We'll see what how, how it turns out as time goes by. Yeah, and I mean, we spoke about this last week. Hey, last week, we were talking about the fact that we don't know who to vote for. And I was struggling, bro. Like, I actually bumped into Gareth at the gym just before I went to vote. And he told me, like, it, in the last five minutes, he was he made his decision. And I didn't know who I was going to vote for, you know. I, I, we spoke about all the parties last week. And if you didn't catch that that podcast last week, do the, do the right thing. Because we spoke about each and every party. We spoke about who we wanted to vote for, who we didn't want to vote for, and who we wanted to win, and all of that, man. Yo. So, Lesekho, I want to go to you straight up. Because I know you are unashamed. Your vote is not your secret. You'll tell us damn straight what it is. So, you know, with, with my vote, there needs to be a bit of context behind it, right? So, <laughs> All right. So, you know, because as a clever black man, you think about so many things simultaneously while you're doing these things. Yeah. So, in essence, guys, we know the ANC is going to win. We know they'll have a majority. Yeah. We yeah. know this, you know? Mm-hmm. But the, what, what, what we really need to think about now is that how do we put enough pressure on these guys um, in order for them to deliver? Because okay. absolute power corrupts absolutely, right? Yeah. yeah. So as a clever black, you need to think about it. You say, okay, fine. So we have ANC. ANC will be in power, okay? But then what we need to do is we need to vote for another opposition party, right? So now we know you didn't vote for them. <laughs> they will keep them on their toes. <laughs> He's exposing himself. Yeah, so no, no, it's not exposing. I mean, it is what it is. I've, I've, I, I, I have no loyalties. You know, I loyalty to the guys who... Who can perform? Yeah. You have loyalty to progression. If things yeah. are not moving forward, if things are not moving forward, then you must move out the way. Yeah. So essentially, you need to vote for the guys that are going to put uh, the ANC on their toes, and it's either D or EFF. Yeah. Right. 
The scary thing about DA is that if you go for DA, you might just tilt the whole thing. Yeah. You don't know. You might just vote for the DA. You might be that one percent that flips them, yeah. or you and a group you might be that one percent that flips them <laughs> to running the entire the entire municipality. Yeah. Yeah. So the best thing that I did right was to say, you know what? We need more. We need more litness in in parliament. <laughs> And uh, the only people that bring the litmus is the EFF. Oh, right. Now, the EFF might be aggressive, right? But if you analyze what the EFF have been talking about, everything they say is true. Yeah. It is very brutal. Uh, they are very honest. They are unforgiving. But they have never lied. So I'll They have ag- never lied. I'll, I'll agree with you. There are problems that we're facing, right? And yeah. They, they're real. No, they're real. Like no, fees, real. fees hasn't fallen. We still have issues with land. You know, when's the land coming back? Mm. And I mean... Fees needs to be paid for. And who's going to pay for it? I mean, the policies of the EFF are on point. But it seems a bit idealistic, don't you think? Listen, uh, a couple of years ago, when the world said, you know what? If South Africa was a democratic country, that is rather idealistic. Because oh, to move right. from apartheid to a oh, 100% right. democratic country, it was an idealistic concept. And we got it done. Mm. That's the fact. We got it done. Mm-hmm. No one else in the world has been able to transform in the pace that we have in South Africa. But now the issue is that because we're such a superstar nation, yeah. we expect every single progression. Wait, to wait, 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 hold up, just hold repeat up. that, repeat yeah. that again. Because we're a superstar nation. Yeah. <laughs> because we're a superstar nation, everybody expects that every single year South Africa must grow in leaps and bounds. Yeah. Now I I agree that you know what in, in the past couple of years there's been growth. Uh, even though it's been slow, but there has been growth. Yeah. But that's not good enough as a South African. Yeah. That's not good enough for us. To because us, we're we believing for more, right? Exactly. We want to be number one in the world or nothing at all. Yeah. So now the problem that the NC has, like, oh my gosh, these guys now, the expectation is so high. And what now we have to live up to it. Okay. So the thing is, if you're not, a, if you're not an all star political team, you must move out the way. Yeah. Okay. So, so I want to be a bit, a bit dip, uh, diplomatic here. So there's, there's really nothing essentially wrong that the NC have done. There's nothing essentially wrong the NC have done. Okay. It's just that be careful, they haven't man. moved to the pace in which we'd like. Be careful. Anyway, continue. <laughs> <laughs> so, and I'll give you an example. So I was actually in Benoni. I was at my mom's house on the day of voting. Yeah. yeah. Just before I left, load shedding. All right. So. Just before I left to go vote, there was load shedding. I was like, oh, well, you did it to yourselves now. Sure. <laughs> so, so in essence, for me, my votes really... Unashamedly, man, the Red Berets, those are my niggas. But literally, the reason why I did it is that we can put these guys on their toes. I do think that the whatever the set's going to be now for municipal, they'll be a lot different to national. All right, because okay. ain't nobody trying to let the DA rule South Africa. Never, <laughs> never. <laughs> With Helen, those no. are very sentimental. Those are very sentimental views, actually. Well, Lesokomapanga, you laid it down, dog. Thank you for so much. Um, DJ Spokuzi, tell me. Look, we, we had a long debate about this. A very long one. Yeah. You, know, I, you were I, conflicted. Let's be honest. You were conflicted. I was also conflicted. But now I want to understand, like, what was your decision and how you went about it? <laughs> uh, <laughs> look, bro, I said so much last week. Uh, but I mean, I understand it's a different week, different show. Uh, as Lisa was actually speaking, I actually pictured myself speaking last week. Yeah. Cause, you know, I was very, I went in very hard. And, uh, with my opinions and whatnot. You gotta go yeah. in hard all the time, though. What are you talking about? Yeah. Don't go soft right now. <laughs> Come on, <sport. laughs> Come on. Look, um, I had a lot of things to, to think about because, um, as I said, um, you know, I had a very tough time to decide who I'm going to vote for. Yeah. But, um, I'm not going to, um, really, uh, be what you call a hypocritical. Yeah. But, yeah. um, I, I did cast my vote and I'm actually hoping for the best. And I think I, I gave a chance to, to a party that obviously I, I was a very, 
unhappy about. But then again, it was constructive criticism that I was doing last week. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, I mean, to be safe, on a safe side, I, I decided to vote for them. Okay, so yeah. now, now we need, for, uh, no, wait, 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 wait. Yeah. Now we need to d- contrast the difference between Lesejo and Smokuzi because Lesejo went straight up. He's like, the Red Berets, they're my niggas. Yeah. Gotta get lit, dog. Gotta get lit. Gotta get lit. <laughs> but, but, but like, no, no offense to the ANC though. Like, I still need those tenders. Like, chill, dog. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> chill, chill. Smo, on the other hand, is more diplomatic and strategic with his words. Just like last week, he's very intentional with what he's saying. So, Smo, I'm gonna ask you straight out, dog. Like, who did you vote for? Because, we're, we're on radio, dog. I'm not here to to just sugarcoat this this topic. We have to be real about it, you know. I don't want to have a discussion where we're saying that our vote is our secret. We need to move forward from that because we need to understand you voted for that, I voted for this, and we need to still come together and discuss how we move forward together in spite true. of the party we voted. For. Very true. Um, I voted for the ANC, African mm-hmm. National Congress. Yeah. I won't be. I won't be uh, hitting. Um, yeah. Around you know beating around the bush. Yeah, I did vote for the ANC. Look, I really, I'm really, I love the ANC. Yeah, you know what I mean. And when I said to Lesejo that he must be careful because he said he said something about um, they have not really done anything wrong. Yeah, I would be very interested to hear what is it actually he's trying to say when he says that. Yeah, but there's a lot. I mean, as much as I was very critical, but I'm criticizing because you know when you when you when you're being heard for, I mean, by by a party that you really trust so much and you see yeah. so much that is going wrong, especially so much commotion and havoc, um, it really dents your 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 passion for it. Yeah, but I mean, I think this time around with my voting, I, th- I said to myself, you know what, let me give them a chance. Uh, I'll still remain critical. Because yeah. it, it's, it's a very healthy thing. Yeah, you, you have know, to hold them accountable. As, as a member of the party, you know what I mean? Yeah. But, um, you know, I think for me, that's the background at which I actually voted for the ANC. Uh, Madam Speaker, can I object? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. Go ahead. So, so I agree with giving people a chance, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, but I don't, I don't believe in giving people multiple chances. Mm. So, in essence, ANC has been given a chance since 1994. They've done well and they've slacked. All right, all right. right. So I think, and I mean, there's nothing wrong with how, listen, there's no right or wrong vote. There isn't. I yeah. think we might just get that out the way already. Yeah. Whether you voted VF, you might not be my friend, but your vote is not wrong. <laughs> right? Yeah. There's no right or wrong way to, okay. to vote. The reason why, you know, and, and, and when it comes to national elections, I probably will vote ANC. I probably will. Cause right now it got lit and they see that the competition. Right? Yeah. But at the end of the day, the party that has our best benefit at heart, swords, right? It is the ANC. Yeah. Can the EFF actually run the country? I doubt it. I, I don't know about that. Amy. I doubt it's it. It's a very tricky one. Yeah, no. I doubt it because, you know, I love the guys. I like how they think. I like the rationale. And they're radical. We need They're some, radical. Yeah, we need them. But when it comes to, when it comes to the issue of an entire country, to be too radical can, can be to your disadvantage. Yeah, it could be our demise. You know what I mean? And that's why I think on a municipal level, okay, DA, let's get, let's put these guys on pressure. Let's put them on the back foot. True. But I do agree with Bokuzi that when it comes to national, uh, I, right now, I mean, national's only in 2019, right? Yeah. yeah. But right now, as I stand, my vote will go to ANC because, okay. because at the end of the day, yes, DA, they run the Western Cape well. But then again, the Western Cape is probably the most racist place in South Africa. I agree. I disagree. <laughs> so wait, is it not because ANC is part of your culture, right? Like, let's not lie. It's who we are, like. Uh, well, it's part of the culture that is, listen, what part of culture is it? It's the part of the culture that liberated us as a people. Yeah, straight up. Yeah. That's what it is. And they've probably done a better job than any other party. Yeah. In, in, in South Africa. So with that being said, I mean, they have the right foundations in place. They have the right foundations in place, mm. but 
Oh my gosh, could you imagine if Helen was running the country? Oh, like BE would go out the window. Yeah, I want to ask another question. She'd probably though. like raise the university fees. In spite of Helen and all of that, what happened to the PAC? I mean, some of, most of their leaders were killed because they were too hectic and too good. You exactly. Know? Like it's, it's, it's those revel, it's those radical idealistic views, um, that parties have. For me, I do see, I do see a lot of the smaller parties coming together, hey? Yeah. I do see that in the So a lot of coalitions, yeah. A lot of coalitions. I do see a lot in the, in in the future. And if, if the guys are really wise, that's what they would do. Probably have like a really strong front. Cause I mean, can you imagine now if you were to take UDM, EFF, PAC, and maybe two or three other smaller parties and you put them together. It's a wrap. It's a wrap. Okay. So yeah, no, it's very interesting. Like what you're saying. I know small, you have a, a return, a rebuttal. Yeah, well, I want to comment on what you just said, actually, because I did touch on that uh, last week, that the fact that all the smaller parties are actually falling away. Yeah. And even some of the people that trust trust on those parties, they actually don't have faith in them. And I think that's the direction which the coalition is it's, it's heading to. But mm. it's a nice, it's all nice and good to actually say that there can, uh, there's, there can be a coalition. Mm. But I think it can be a, good, a bad thing at the same time because I think there will be a lot of infights. Because yeah, they're all coming from different backgrounds. And I mean, from if, if you're talking about national and, and local uh, levels, there's going to be a lot of nitty-gritty that, that can go on. And plus, like, guys just love power. Like, power corrupts absolutely, guys. Exactly. And like, it's politics. Who's, who's the guy, the leader of the UDM? Abraham. Hey, Why Yeah, it's Bantu Holomisa. Bantu Holomisa. Yeah. He must yeah. fall back, dog. You've been <laughs> around. <laughs> It's like the you, same as, it's the same as AFP. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Oh, you've been around. Chill, dog. <laughs> dog. Like, this like, guy's almost so, caused the civil war. Like, you let know. Let someone else rule. Yeah. Let someone else rule and don't, be, and don't hold on to UDM. Like, if you want to, if you want to emerge with another party, do so. But now I was listening to Gwede this morning. Guys, Gwede must go, guys. Gwede is old. <laughs> No, I think that's the no, thing no, though. No, no, you know no, what? No, I actually want to bring it up because no, 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 the no. ANC might not necessarily be as bad. It just needs new faces, younger blood, bro. Yes. That's in the it needs a revitalization. Yeah. You know, it, it needs a millennial power. It actually needs movement. us. Straight up, it needs us. It needs us. What, yeah. what, what's the guy's name, the spokesperson for, for EFF? Uh, Yo, I can't Julius. No, no, no. no, no the, Floyd. It's that younger guy. The other younger guy. Um, the People's Bay, isn't it? The People's it? Bay, yes. yes. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I forgot his name, but yeah, man. But anyway, I was commenting about him. When you talk Ndlozi, about. isn't it? Yes, Ndlozi. Yes. Yeah, when you speak about fresh blood, when you yes. see that guy, how active he is. Exactly. And I think a positive thing for EFF, I like the fact that he's a very intellectual guy. And yeah. when he speaks, he speaks with a background of knowledge, information. Yeah, you know, And I think it's an element that ANC actually lacks amongst their top leadership. And I think it, it they need that kind of young blood. Yeah, you no. Know? Honestly, we're the people we've been waiting for. We just need to get involved and take it over and just unplug it, make it in charge, and then wrap this wrap this shit up, dog. Just going to, to the far left, another chick that's quite young, this, that's in the day, is a Van Damme chick. Fandam, her name is Fandam, I heard literally. about her, yeah. Black chick, yeah. But she's so pop. Like her rationale is like she's wow. Now, now you like bring her, up young people. What about Lindy Mazibuko? Where is she? Like where? Is nah, she, she went to Harvard and then I she think was she's like, back though. I heard <laughs> she's she is back. back. She yeah. is back. Yeah. But I think with her, I think literally, the thing about being in in a party like the DA is that you need to fight every day. Yeah. You know what I mean? Especially if you're a black person. Exactly. I so I think all India just got tired and she was mm. like, you know, this is not playing to my benefit. Mm. So I, she, she, it was a smart move, you know, just leave, go to Harvard, you know, bump up my, my credentials, come back. She'll probably go into corporate and she'll do well. Yeah. She'll, you know, she'll probably do well. And, and yeah, I would like to be in Moose's number two and get that and, you know, have that much of a headache every single day. I also wouldn't. But this new fandom chick, I've been listening to her speak. You know, she's, she's doing the typical DA thing of, Pointing out what the NC is doing right and what they're not doing right, but she's not saying what they're doing. And for me, 
I'm sorry, she has no vision. Like, she doesn't impress me. Yeah, but let's take DA out of the picture now. Let's talk about Musi Maimani. Let's say Musi Maimani wasn't the head of the DA and he started out his own party. Do you think people would vote for him? <sighs> no. Why? I don't think he has that much political... Power or... Yeah, let's call it political power. Let's just, for lack of a better word, let's call it political... The reason why Julius was able to create the EFF and for it to get that is because he had huge political power. Yeah. You know, we knew him. We knew about him. He already had a reputation. Notoriety so, to some degree. Like, exactly. So yeah. that's why Julius could do what he was doing. Someone like Musi, um, quite passive. Yeah. Quite passive. He has to be linked to a really large party. If Musi was part of the UDM, the UDM wouldn't be much better than what it is now. Mm. Let me so, so Musi is just a, a puppet to some degree. He's being used. Do you th- feel like that? Because you're saying that if he stood on his own, like he has no power. Yeah. But at the same time, he's in a powerful party, and people are still voting for him and all of that. But maybe it's not the not the fact that Musi mm. is the head of the of the party, but rather that the people behind Musi, the people we don't see anymore, are really the people they're voting for. I don't know. You know what? When it comes to Musi, I wouldn't say he's a puppet. Let me put it this way: for me. Best case scenario right now in the country would be to have um would be to have Halima as as president, yeah, right? Yeah. Have Cyril as deputy president and then have have Musi as leader of the party in parliament. For me, that type of a that type of a four four two formation yeah. literally would be the best thing that will has ever happened to South Africa. Yeah. Because now you have a capable president, right? Yeah. Who's cool headed and is able to and is able to delegate and is able to run the country effectively. You also have a deputy president. I mean Cyril Cyril I think in his capacity as deputy president, I think he's done a pretty good job. And then obviously in, in Parliament you'll have someone like like Musi who would be able to to lead from the front, you know what I mean? Yeah. In Parliament, I think that's where he's best. I don't think Musi can run a country, but I think in Parliament, as 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 the face of the party, I think he would do well. Yeah. So now, what I want to ask you, Lesekho, we've spoken a lot. You're saying that Khalima would be a good president. What if we had a white president in South Africa now? How do you feel yeah, about that? That's not going to happen for a very long time. How do you feel about that, though? I feel. Look, you know what? There's too many scars. Yeah. There's too many scars. I'm sorry. It's too soon. That's what it's you're way too soon. It's yeah. way too soon. And those those scars are still fresh. Like I hate it when people are like, "Oh my gosh." It's been 20 years of democracy. You idiot. Democracy. <laughs> democracy. We got democracy yesterday, you fool. You know what I mean? It wasn't long ago. 20 years in political terms is literally last week. Oh, so right. So it's way too soon. So we're not going to have another white president for at least the next 20 years. Yeah, it, Listen, probably for the next 100 years, we won't have a white president. Dog, because there's too many scars. Let's paint there's the picture. too many scars. Let's paint the picture properly. Let's, th- let's think about it. 1652. From that time, we've... Burn slaves. Then, exactly. And then for 52 years, we were in apartheid. The, the time of the white man was there, right? Is, like, that, is that what you're saying? Exactly. That was, that was your time to shine. <laughs> and now it's like Africa, the return. You know what I mean? Like we're coming back with this thing now. <laughs> it's like a counter attack on football. Yeah. So essentially, and, 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 and people need to understand this and need to understand the socioeconomics of all of this until we get our land back, right? Until when I go to the university of Pretoria, when I go to the University of Free State, when I go to Stellenbosch University and I go into campus and 80% of that campus is black, just the way that the, the demographics yeah, yeah. are in South Africa, then we'll be moving to the right direction, right? Okay. And then until I look at the, 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 probably the JSE, let's say the JSE top 20 South African companies. Yeah. And I look at the CEOs and 80% of those dudes are black. Then we might consider having a white. All right. So now then it's never going to. I think we need to paint the picture a lot more. Like let's let's differentiate between the Afrikaner and the Englishman. 
there's a there's a huge difference. I mean, the Africano were blatant in enforcing apartheid, right? Mm-hmm. They knew what they wanted. How do you feel about the Englishman? Because it's not a it's not a race thing. I I feel. Yeah, no, it's not. I think I think it's the, a culture the, thing. I think the, you know. I think we shouldn't just say the English. I think we should say because a lot of Portuguese and Greeks, whatever. Yeah. So I just think we should say that we'll just classify them as others, right? All right. I'll say they were just they were a lot more diplomatic. Yeah. Funny enough, you know, and people have said this a lot. There's there's a lot of similarities between Zulus. And Afrikaners, yeah, but I was telling a lot of similarities. It's, it's exactly the same thing. Just on, it's the same. It's two sides of the same coin, yeah. In essence, and I think that's why you know, with when it comes to those two, either we get along um, well, we get along a lot, or we don't get along at all. Yeah, that's probably why. Um, so, uh, if we're going to talk about it politically, let's look at the VF, right? Those yeah. guys. You know, the VF is probably the most inconsiderate political party in South Africa. Yeah. Probably the most inconsiderate political party in the world, if we're going to really be blatant about it. And yeah. for the mere fact that they have the goal to come up with their, with their, with their policies about, you know, no BE and there should be Afrikaans schools and Afrikaans universities. I mean, they're the guys that took the, the University of Free State to court over the, the land. I mean, over the language issue. Yeah, language policy. And over the language policy. And I mean, it's going to go to the high court and they will lose anyway. Mm. And the reason why they won't see it is because they're extremely inconsiderate. Yeah. You know, they still, I think, live in a bit of a bubble. So for me, I'd be like, we should just probably just like, yeah. if we were to go to Aranya Town and we were to let them vote for a party, yeah. they'd probably all vote for the VF. I think that says enough. Shucks. That's not who you lit, bro. You're going into it. I think you really need to do the standing thing more often because... I think I'm just a political animal, guys. Remember, I'm going for president. Me, when I'm president, is going to get lit. <laughs> Me, when I'm president, the land is coming back, guys. I think we need to discuss this moving forward, but... The before, land is coming back but when be- I'm president. <laughs> but before we talk about know. how the land's going to come back and how you're going to transform this country, let's go into ads, let's pay the bills, and then move on, okay? Chilled. Hey, what's up? I'm Aria Kelman, host of Kelman on Cliff Central and the creative director of cliffcentral.com. So if your work means traveling away from home and you aren't already familiar with the Mercure Hotel Group, you've got to check it out now. Go to mercure.com, that's M-E-R-C-U-R-E.com for all the information you need, the best prices, bespoke packages, accommodation, and conference needs. Mercure have hotels all over the world, and here at home we have Randburg, Midrand, Bedford View, and even Nelspreet. You can check it out at mercure.com, taking care of you wherever you are. Yeah, man, devil's a liar. Lesicho's going in the most and talking about the things that, hey, man, yo, Lesicho, you're lit today, bro. Like, you've been missing, dog. Yeah, man, I've been lit every day, though. I think you guys just missed me. I think that's all that really just happened right now. <laughs> Some people's future really look brighter than what we thought. Indoors with shades. Where's the guy? Yo, yo, yo. How you feeling, champ? Man, I'm good. I'm good. Yeah, man. Good to see you, champ. Good to see you, bro. DJ Smokus is really reflecting now. How you feeling, dog? Lesejo's going in, bro. Like, Look, I'm, I'm, I'm just listening to Lesejo, eh? Yeah. He has a lot to say. Yeah, I know. He's, he's got the most to say right now. Of bro. course. He's going to bring, he's, he's gonna bring the land back, bro. He, like, he's looking to be president in a few years' time, so I can understand <laughs> where he's coming from. <laughs> Gotta be led. But what I'm more interested in, yeah. I mean, you're right. People's, People's features are so bright. <laughs> so bright. So bright, bro. So bright. <laughs> Hi, Wizza. Yo, yo, what's up, man? Yo, what's yo, up? yo, yo, yo. <laughs> Where you been, Hold up. Wait. Yo, guys, I've been moving. Like, I got, I bought a new flat. Yeah. I uh, got a new place to stay now. So it's just like moving in, painting the walls, doing all sorts of. Man, I, w- I, I think in the, if I had to sum up, uh, let's say I don't count today, but the, the last two to three days, I've probably had like 
three to six hours of sleep. Mm. Yeah. So it was really, really. You sound hectic. like you had three to six hours of sleep. Yo, Yo, yeah. Right. No, it was, it was really rough, but, uh, you know, uh, I, I still managed to, you know, keep up with the trends. Yeah. Uh, I, I've been checking out Twitter. There's, um, you know, with, um, one of the really popular things because it's voting time is this hashtag voting pickup line. I saw your tweet. I saw your tweet. My tweet, my tweet went viral, but before I get to mine, I just want to read some of the others, right? Yeah. So there's, there's, uh, one right here saying, um, um, I could buy you all you need with all my money. <laughs> um, Barry Rue, advocate Barry Rue said, so when you're done voting, do you want to come back to my place for some polling? <laughs> All right. Oh my gosh, and, this is uh, real, bro. <laughs> there's, um, there's, let me just see who, who else is here. Um, okay. So since you just got rid, oh, no, 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 that, that one's not cool. Do you think you can cope with da love or DA, obviously? Yeah. With da love, I will, E affectionately give you, uh, if I, IFP possible, let's pack PAC our bags and leave. All right. Oh so, gosh. so some people just think, you know, um, you know, doing all sorts of really, um, co- a couple of combinations is cool. Yeah. There's one right here, uh, hashtag voting pickup lines that says, Hey, did your vote, uh, uh, did, Hey, did you vote for COPE? Because you're one in a million. Oh, right. <laughs> Obviously. That's actually spicy. That, that's spicy. <laughs> that's yeah. So spicy, I, I felt actually. like that was spicy. I think, um, and at the moment, I think I, okay, here's, here's the girl who was leading before I put up my tweet. Uh, yeah. she said the voting pickup lines, sometimes it's pickup lines, sometimes it's conversation starters, you know. Yeah. She says, cute thumb. Wanna see mine? Oh my Ooh. gosh. Oh. And then, um, so she was leading until I came along. And, uh, mine, mine read, since we both just left our exes behind, how about coffee? Mm. 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 Smooth. <laughs> smooth. Oh my God. Very smooth. <laughs> very smooth. Yeah, no. Thank you very much. So I want to know, was, did you actually use that line in the, in the, in, no, in the no. <laughs> Wait, let's, let's actually talk about that because Wizard's thumb was really looking clean, dog. Yeah. Clearly you washed hard today, eh? <laughs> 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 no guys, I, I choose to remain neutral, uh, you know, in regards mm. to politics and things like that. Yeah, man, I'm serious. It's, it's just a personal decision. And, uh, you know, yeah, I'm, I'm one of those neutral people. Um, so I do my best in trying to, you know, move the country forward yeah. with the work that we do and the time that we give doing it. But in terms of political, you know, pol- um, it, it, it gets a little too messy sometimes for no reason. So yeah, I'm just out there, you know, supporting you guys. This is the type of guy that's not going to vote, but still will get the tender, you know? Yeah. 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 So, so I mean, I, I, so being at a, at a neutral place, I could, you know, sit and, and really look more intently at, at, at what's going on and how you feeling and why you feeling the way you feeling. Like for instance, People are scared of change. Yeah. People want adjustments, but they don't want change. Yeah. Like, for instance, Lesejo does not want ANC to lose power. So he's hoping other people are going to vote for ANC. But he, he, he wants to vote for the other guys to just keep ANC on their toes, but he doesn't want ANC to lose the power. Mm. Mm. But the problem is if everyone was Lese- like Lesejo, accidentally EFF will win. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that could happen. It could. You yes. know, that could happen, but that could happen with a DA. 
That, that's the scary thing about the yeah, DA, yeah. It, right? it could happen with anybody, but it it could it could happen accidentally. What I mean is when it when a party wins, they think it happened because people loved them and they had their yeah. choice. But actually, people still love the other one, or maybe not love, but they didn't want change that like radical change. They just wanted them they to just wake want up. Adjustments, yes. So let me let me let me rebuttal. It's like that, that right? thing of <laughs> <laughs> So let me rebuttal to this, right? Yeah. So essentially, yeah. with everything that's strategy, right? So it depends on what strategy you're going for. Yeah. yeah. But if 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 according to words, you're going to be neutral, right? Being neutral is essentially you call it neutral. Some person could call it being lukewarm. Oh no! Because yeah. you know what I mean. Because when it comes to a revolution, you know, if 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 things were, if we were to fast forward, let's say forty years back, it was going to be a matter of either you're for apartheid or you're not for apartheid. You know okay. what I mean? But and we're not fighting go, apartheid right now. No, that's what I'm saying. All I'm right, saying if cool. we were to reverse, yeah. Okay, so we reverse, right? So we know there's those two dilemmas, right? Yeah. Apartheid or not apartheid. So now let's fast forward, right? So if you're going to fast forward today, it's either. Okay, with NC on this side, there's corruption and all yeah. those type of things. It's, so it's either or, you're for a corruption or... Not for <laughs> corruption. It's either you're for the status quo or you want something different. You know uh-huh. what I mean? Either you're for the status quo or you want something different. Okay. There really isn't a middle line. Okay. If, 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 if somebody wanted to be neutral, right, you could either spoil your ballot paper to say that I was there, you know, I exercised my democratic rights, but none of you guys I'm happy with. Because that's what it says. When you spoil, when you spoil your ballot, it says that you don't believe. What I don't believe in any of you guys, but I do believe in the voting, the in, pro- in, in the process of voting. Yeah. Or you might go for like an idealistic party. Oh, I don't say idealistic. Go, like, What's ACDP? What's that? The Christian one. Yeah, it's the Christian one. Yeah. The Christian one. Yeah. So you get out of vote for the smaller parties. You know what I'm saying? But there must be an active participation in the realm of democracy, because essentially democracy is voting. That's all it is. Yeah. It's just that process. Everything else is really just a byproduct. So whether you're in apartheid or not in apartheid, if you're a good businessman, you're a good businessman. Okay. But when it comes to the, the, the action of democracy and, and participating in it, it only comes twice. It's municipal elections and national elections. Yeah. And I think the biggest thing we need to realize is that a vote won't necessarily change things. I think that's the point of you, where's was trying to bring up. I, I spoke about this on Tuesday and I was saying the fact that, you know, voting is just the first, first step. But we need to really start participating and becoming active citizens because that's the only way we will change yeah, things. It's the first step, but it's a very big first step. It is a big step because, mm. I mean, it's your voice. It's your civil responsibility to some degree. I agree with you. But for me, the most important thing is that we need to wake up to the fact that we are not going to change things by casting a vote and depending on people, but rather mm. being the people that we've been waiting for and changing the things in our community. Because that's the only way things change is when you get up and do something about it. Because not everybody sees the things the way you do. And that, that's the most important thing. So I agree with you to some degree. But I also agree with Weza because he's saying that he's doing stuff, but he doesn't see the value of voting. And you're saying that voting is something that's, that's pivotal in moving forward. Yeah, I can't even back away from it. I think voting is fundamental. I think it's like saying, I want to build a house... Um, the fence will be perfect. The no, paving it's not, will be it's perfect. It's not even like I, I want to build a you, you saying, you guys must build a house. And the Elaborate. other one is saying, you know what? I don't care if you guys do it or not. I'm going to build a house. Yeah, straight up. I don't, yeah. I, I'm still The other lost. one, you're saying the party must build the house because we need housing. Yes. And the other one is saying, 
I'm I'm gonna go and I'm gonna take my own hands yeah. and build this thing myself. Okay, so now you've got two different comparison contrasts. I'm gonna stand in the middle and say that I need to tell the party they must build the house, but I also gotta build the house because the only way we'll build the mansion that we're supposed to build is together. That's what I want to say. Very you, diplomatic. I know, it's, but <laughs> bravo, it's the truth. Bravo. Like it's the truth, though, because yeah. we need we need as many hands as possible. We need people that are are governing the nation with policies that enable us to build. But at the same time, we need to wake up to the fact and stay woke to 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 building the house and doing our part as active citizens. You know, but, I read a quote. Sorry, I read a yeah. quote this week. It's probably one of my favorite quotes now of all time. Yeah, it says the best way to help the poor is not to become one of them. Yo, <laughs> all right, okay. And in essence, so that's why I'm, I'm looking at what you're saying and, and you're 100% correct because, yeah. um, best thing, yes. Yeah, so you must vote, but then after that, you almost need to take that same type of thinking of bettering the, the country. And, and, and obviously when you do that, you need to be the best person you can be and make a lot of money for yourself, for your family, yeah. et cetera, et cetera, mm. because that's how it spreads out, right? Mm. But that is the, the, the capitalistic, that is the, that is like the capitalistic socioeconomics of the country. Yeah. Which is very important. Mm-hmm. But remember, that and democracy, that and politics, there is a fine line. Okay. Yeah, so you need to play, you need to play your position in every single South field. Africa needs a Trevor Noah, guys. I'm just saying. If I'm where I am, I can comment about everybody and not feel like my money's not going to come in. So just like how Trevor Noah is that neutral guy that can, you know, he can Trevor speak true. He, I suka. Trevor oh, voted <laughs> from America. Trevor Noah voted. Special vote. He voted though. Like I, he, he put I wonder what he voted for though. Like that would be very interesting. That's that's the fundamental. He probably thing. voted EFF if I know Trevor. Oh right. <laughs> yeah, because he met with Julius at a restaurant and he was ready to butter him. <laughs> uh, interesting, but uh, you know uh, when it comes to. You know, the whole being an active citizen part. Yeah. Uh, and, um, if you think about just the culture of black people, it's actually quite interesting. I feel and I believe that sometimes the rules are the problem. The, uh, the cultural rules. Okay. If you go emakaya and you, you having umkiti or, or something similar like a function, right? What happens is even the way the food is distributed is to say, sit there, we'll help you. So then there's someone appointed to the task yeah. and then they busy slaughtering, they busy brying some meat on the fire there and so on. And then they have six or seven dishes. Then they dish up different parts of meat, yeah. uh, different portions that this one belongs to the elder men. Yeah. This one is the younger men. This one is the, the, you know, the, for the women. And this is for the, the daughters and this, and this is for the boys. So normally they dish it up like that and then they serve you. So the culture says sit and wait for whoever's in authority to assist you in this thing that you want. Mm. Right. Mm. And that, that's the culture that's taken out uh, throughout. I mean, there's even re- the culture of rhetorical questions. Like if you, if you start touching uh, your dad's gadget, maybe yeah. he brought a new laptop or there's that DVD in the house. If you remember back to when you were 10 and then you touch the DVD, you try to play a CD or maybe you try to see how it works. And then he says, when's on? <laughs> or when's Straight on? Up, it's you the know? truth. Yeah. What, what that, what that question meant in a black context is, Stop what you're doing. You're doing something wrong. Get out of here. Yeah. Right. And, and, and in, in a, in a white culture, when, when your manager now one day asks you, Hey, what are you doing? It doesn't mean stop what you're doing, but the black person who is working 
and operating on the on the rules of culture finds that when he gets asked that question he freezes yeah. he decides to stop because he thinks it's wrong and then people think man you you idiotic like why can't you answer questions and mm. then but the thing is the culture doesn't allow you and to answer questions fear in you. and then yes yes and now take it even further now when it comes to service delivery and being an active citizen the these guys uh, if you operate from the uh, culture from um, let's say the black let me call it black law and white law if you co- operate from black law in a white world because now the world is working on white law yeah. and if you operate with black law in in a white law world what happens is you're out here voting and you think a political party is supposed to give you a house and give you a job and because your law says i appoint this person and then we sit back and we wait in fact when you go to a clinic and then they say you know in, in yeah. fact look at the the, the anc tagline uh, to the remaining 10%. You know, it's that whole thing of sit there. We're coming to you. Mm. You don't have to build it. We're coming to you because we are appointed to be dishing up. And, and that, that's, wow, yeah. that's now the interesting thing where, you know, there's cultural law and, and people who operating with, with the black law in a white world. And those guys fall behind because how does white law work? Well, you invited to an event. Umkiti wabelungu, you know, whatever yeah, it is, a birthday party or a wedding, and it's a buffet. How does a buffet work? You take go a plate, yourself. go there, serve yourself. So in a white, white law says, take what you want, right? Um, get, um, and, um, in white, in black law, it is take what you get. Mm. Do you understand the difference there? So, so I think, I think we're trading on, yeah. Mm. So I'm stuck between the middle here. So I, I agree and then I don't, then I disagree. I agree in, in, in a sense that, um, I'll take one step further. I think the, the, the rationale of, of Ubuntu in a westernized culture is holding us back. So mm. I'll expand on it. So when you go to a boardroom, when you look a guy in his eye, it's a shine of respect. When you look down, you, you're more inferior than he is. Yeah. yeah. So it doesn't place you advantage in corporate. Um, however, if we're going to look at cultural differences and we expand it, right? And we go to mm. Asia, the leading markets and the leading companies, the leading markets in the yeah. country. Yeah. Are in China and China have their own very strict cultural rules and they're able to become number one in the world with those rules. Mm. Africa can do the very same. We have the percentage to do the yeah, same. Yes. It was that way. Yeah. So we must remember that back in the day when Europe was going through their own depression, Africa was thriving. Yeah. Mm. And then, um, European Caucasians had to leave Europe and, um, come, and, to and, and come to Africa to, to, to find fertile land. And that's where the Africans were disturbed. Yes. So there was, there's a question. There's actually a question in, in philosophy that said, if Africa was not disturbed by, um, the Caucasian uh, invading Africa, how rich or how developed would Africa be? So a lot, of the, a lot of the though. very first of the world, the first paper, for example, the first flushing toilet, the first, a lot of those firsts were actually in Africa. Mm. And there's that question, but we'll never know now because we were mm. disturbed. So I think when it comes to culture, I do think that a lot needs to change, but I do think that some of the fundamentals must remain the same. So respect here's the thing. Here's the thing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, respect your parents is there in white culture as well. Yeah. I mean, uh, but they, they, it's just, Interact, interaction, how, how humans interact on a, um, you know, on a business level, on a, on a, let's say, how to, how are you involved and, and what type of relation do you have to your leader type of thing. And now, um, what I'm saying is, uh, it's actually interesting what you're saying, Lesejo, because if, if we would say, let's have black law 
and a black world, mm. then it will probably be fine. Mm. Just that's what the Asians are doing. They have a Asian law in an Asian world. And like, they're not budging is, to it, you know? They in yeah, place yeah, they yeah. Are. And, and, but now in South Africa, we have people who, who are able to switch. We have people like yourself, Lesejo. You know that when you're at home, you're a child. Mm. You know that you can't look your dad in the face and say whatever you want. When he makes a rhetorical question, you shut, you up. shut up and you leave, you know. But when you, know you go that, to corporate, you slay. Yeah. When you go to corporate, when they ask you, what do you think you're doing? You explain what you think you're doing. Yeah. And then until we get to a common, a common ground. Yeah. So the key is being able to sw- switch between the two. Then you will survive and then you will do well. But if you can't switch and most people don't, Really understand that they need to make that switch between the two, and so they, they can't adapt to the environment. Yes, and if you don't adapt, you, sometimes you die. Okay, now you're bringing up something very interesting, and it, I thought about it as you were talking about how we as black people, when they say we're coming to you, you wait, right? Yes. But now, does that not stir up a culture of entitlement because you're always waiting? You're always waiting. You're expecting things to come your way, but now when things don't come, what do you do? Look, it's entitlement in the white. In the white world, okay. in the white in the white law, that's entitlement. Because how dare you wait? Yeah. Because but in the black law, you are being obedient by waiting. You're doing the right thing. So if I'm waiting because I know that I'm an older man in this mukiti, uh, you know the ceremony, I know that I'm gonna get isbindi regardless. It's, I know that all I have to do is sit here and wait. These boys must, and if they don't, there's a problem. Oh, how we, yes, yeah. yes, and that's the black law. Yeah, just can, sit can back I, and wait, and I, you will get your portion. Oof. Can I interject? I actually disagreeing with the scenario that you guys are bringing up, and I'll tell you why. So there's this thing that we call white privilege. Yeah. Right? So as a as a white, I don't think that white people work harder than black people. I don't. I think black people are the hardest working people. Yeah. In the world, it's not stop. about working hard. No, no. I I think I'm, it's I'm, more I'm about. Gonna I'm gonna explain. I'm gonna explain. So yeah. when 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 black folk are like, you know what? We need housing. Uh, we need water. We need electricity. Those are the basic things that any human being wants. Yeah. A white folk also sat back and said that I want. They didn't build their own sewage pipes. They didn't build their own electricity. They didn't. Yeah. They were born into it, so they've never had to. So if you were to move, if you were to move any white oak and move him to, let's say, Durban, to a new house, he's going to sit back there and he's going to call the municipality and he's going to say, where's my water? He'll call an Eskomil and he'll throw a very big tantrum and say, where's my electricity? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's, it's, it's that thing of, and when you go to a restaurant, I mean, forget a buffet. When you go to a five-star restaurant, you still get served. You expect people to serve you. So I think we're very critical of our people because our people work very hard. And to a white world, to that scope, it seems as though black people are lazy, but they're not. Because if you look, if you go to the office, and I go to the office early in the morning at 7 o'clock in the morning, and you find the security guard there, you must know that that guy had to ride his bicycle from his township 20 k's away just to get to work. Mm-hmm. So I don't think that the culture, I don't think we have a culture of entitlement in South Africa. I don't mm. think we have it. Yeah. I think that the the states or or people in corporate do not understand the people. They don't understand our history and hence they cannot relate. Yeah. The thing of the, 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 the black diamond or the middle class black person, it's always been there. Yeah. You go to Soweto, there's triple story mansions. How do they do it? They work you know damn I mean? hard. Like, and even if you go to Prakban, you go to Benoni, they are still middle class white folk. And you always find that one guy was really wealthy. It's not to say that the white folk was like in a white world, we go out and we will go getters. No. People are people at the end of the day. Yeah. The mentalities are the same. And the culture are very similar. So I think with this example, 
I think it's a matter of do we understand our people well enough? And I say that I don't because no one taught me. Yeah. You know what I mean? I have to go out and I find it myself. Yeah. Why do I know more about Macbeth and I know more about Roman, about uh, the Roman emperors than I know about Africa? Because society that's where has formed you in that way. Exactly. Room. And that's, that's why there's a, that's why the communication, there's a detachment in the communication. So the way forward, you said something very powerful is the, the fact that we need to relate and understand one another. In, insight, guys, is what yeah. it is. It's insight. Yeah. You know? So looking um, beyond all our differences and then understanding why we're so different and then coming together to exactly. move forward. It's like when you go when you go work in a corporate, they'll tell you that you have perks, but your perks is for your nucleus family. Yeah. What does it mean? Your mother, your father, your wife and your kids. We don't have that in black culture. Yeah. I wasn't raised by those people. I was raised by my aunts. I was raised by my grand. Yeah. I was raised by whoever. So already the policies and, and the environment itself, there is a detachment because yeah. they don't communicate to each other. But it's also because no, there's a huge gap. There's a sure. huge gap, but it's also because there was no one there to teach the people. Yeah. So here's what we need to do: we need to write about our culture. We need to teach people about our cultures. In primary school, guys, it's devastating. How we don't know our own culture in how primary and high school is disgusting. And how we don't even know our history, bro. It's as disgusting. A all you know is 1652. That's all you know about South African history. And then you have a, a, a two lessons on apartheid, and then it's over. And then it's over. Like what is that? That's like, disgusting. Why are we learning about World War One and World War Two when we got yeah. such a rich history here in South Africa? You know. Yeah, that? I only learned like. Uh, five pages of Shaka Zulu The rest I saw on video Yeah well It's ridiculous, <laughs> like, it's ridiculous. I've learned more about South Africa From National Geographic yeah. Than I yeah. did From my entire Schooling career So now you're telling me That people that are Outside of our country Are telling our own stories Who better to tell our it's stories disgusting. Than us You know It's disgusting We're not telling our own stories and I So think clearly that what we need We need new leadership Yeah <laughs> No seriously Minister of Deputy and Higher Education Blade You need to leave my friend <laughs> Blade and whoever's under I forgot the lady I keep forgetting her, lane, her name But the Minister of Basic Education Is it Angie? Angie Mutsaka. I think it's Angie She's yeah. not doing her job like She's we need not to, Let's be critical we I'm being change. corporate right now If mm. she wasn't corporate She would have had her head chopped off long ago So now it's, it's a reality check We really need to realize who we are And realize our identity Before we can really move and forward And look at this guys I'm sorry The elections I'm sorry So I'm going to give an update War 29 Active Old Benoni This is an Indian community Right? DA 42%, ANC 27%, and everybody else. Yeah. So already you can see that nobody believes in our leaders anymore. We yeah. need a switch up, guys. Yeah, man. So I think the lesson that we've learned, bro, is that... The lesson that we've learned, Lesoko must run for president. Yeah, 2035, right? It's a real thing. So Lesoko, wait. Give us your campaign speech to wrap it up. Charge us up and move us forward. Uh, Because fees have not fallen, because the land is not back, because equality is not there, and because your mother still wakes up and works at 7 to 7 even though she's 50, this is why you need to vote the right way. And because there's still a detachment and because you still need to fight for your school fees, for the mere fact that because you're an triple A student, you're not good enough to get a university because you're not born into the right family, that's nonsense. For the mere fact that you know more about Macbeth than you know about Chris Harney, this is the problem. For the mere fact that you're still applying for a job, and don't have the right mentality to create your own things is why we need to move forward. We need change. We've been saying it for a long time. The leaders that we have now will not give it to us. We're the people we're waiting for. We need to do it ourselves. Ladies and gentlemen, that's your Charged Up Minute. What a Charged Up Hour. This has been the shortest hour of the week. It's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you. Until next week, this is Unplugged and In Charge. We're out of here. Signing out.